Well, 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 Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. I think we should talk about Chelsea a little bit, about their future, about the previous match with West Ham United, and about the transfer that they made so far. You know, some people are saying that Chelsea might be a serious competitor for the title next season. And I would say, yeah. They're definitely going to become a better team with the transfers that they're making. And they for sure will be a force that you need to be reckoned with. But do I think they're going to be able to win the Premier League? Well, anything can happen. But I would put my money on no. Obviously, they've done a great job on transfer markets so far by signing Hakim Zia. Timo Werner, god damn, yes please, I would love to sign at least one of the players in the Liverpool squad, because we definitely need one or two more signings, maybe I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, but today we're going to talk about Chelsea, and why they're not going to be the champions next season, and the problem is pretty obvious if you watched last night's game. Of course, I'm talking about the defense. God damn, your defense sucks. Kinda? Um, actually, when I watched the games a couple of months ago, when the football was still going on stronger as ever, but, you know, I never actually focused on their defense as a problematic side. Yeah, sure, they... Consider a couple of goals from corners, but it wasn't such a big disaster as I thought back then. But now, looking back, a couple of months later, you can clearly see that the defense was a big part of the fact that they're not third right now, or not competing with City for number two slot. They lost nine games, if I remember correctly, and a lot of goals they consider from set pieces. And a lot, a lot of Chelsea fans were begging for the new defender for quite some time. Obviously they sold David Luiz. Did they buy anyone? No. They brought back Zuma from... Uh, from Stoke? From Everton. Yeah, he was alone in Everton. And he looked... I would say bad in the matches that I remember him. Uh... Costing them matches, giving penalties away, and he was bang average at best. Then they had Aspilicueta, who started to play on Ryback sometimes, sometimes in center back whenever they need him to. And they had one youngster coming up and actually being the brightest spot of the game. I would say that he was very, very good in comparison to Rudiger, who was... Uh, he was alright, right? Right, guys? But right now, if you're gonna look back, you're definitely gonna agree with me that if they would have a little bit better defense, they would probably were competing with City for the number two slot. Because number one has obviously been taken a long, long time ago. Um, 
let's put it like this. If they're gonna say no to Kai Havertz, if they're gonna say yes to the defender, they're gonna have a big chance to be the force that might go, I would say, to the semi-final, maybe a little bit less of the Champions League. Depends, obviously, on their opponents. But, uh, semi-final? Maybe. Like, this is the moment where would you say, yeah, they maybe are capable of going so far. Premier League, obviously you don't know how everything gonna turn out, but I would say that they are definitely capable of being in top three, and maybe being on second, if Manchester City not gonna make any transfers and again Laporte gonna get injured because Fernandinho is not getting younger, Laporte is good, but as we saw this season, if he gets injured, the whole system just crashes and no matter who, you have a chance to beat Man City. Liverpool, as I said before, one or two signings, keep the spirit up, they should probably be the Premier League champions again, but we'll see. Obviously, how I said before, they already signed two big players, two big names, Hakim Ziyech and Timo Werner. Will they be great for the squad? Yeah, they should be. Obviously, there is an opportunity that they're gonna flop because they might not fit into the Frank Lampard system or for some other reasons. Maybe they're not physically ready for the Premier League. And obviously, the main thing that Chelsea fans need to understand, maybe they're not gonna be great straight away. Maybe it's gonna take them couple months to adjust to the Premier League, to what Frank Lampard wants to see from them. Maybe they're gonna be great straight away. I would doubt that, but it might happen easily. You know, who knows how they're gonna adapt, how fast they're gonna adapt. But so far looking at the squad, it actually quite, looks quite scary for the opponents because I'm telling you, if Frank Lambert gonna keep it up, gonna uh, fix the defense, gonna swing in a mace with his attacking players, goddamn. Uh, season 22-23, Chelsea's the Premier League winners? Yeah, I can see it. Easily. It's a very, very interesting times for Chelsea fans, as for Liverpool fans and Manchester City fans. I would say Arsenal fans might have a good season soon, if they're gonna do some obvious adjustments to the teams, sack the board, it seems like the, the only thing that might save them, and let Arteta rule the game as he wants to. Tottenham, I think they need to get rid of Mourinho. That's just my opinion. Um, but Chelsea, 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 Chelsea. How I said before, it's a very interesting time to be a Chelsea fan because you experience something that I experienced a couple of years ago. You beat a giant like Manchester City, but then next week you massively flop against someone like Swansea, as it happened with Liverpool, 
or West Ham, who are in the bottom half. They're right now number 17th in the league, and they won 3-2. What a great, great prediction from Chelsea and their new kid. Mwah! Loving it. I would say that Chelsea never looked like they're about to win. For some reason, first half was pretty decent, but they they were awful set pieces. Two corners, two goals, one disallowed. Ooh, should have been disallowed? I would say yes, but very, very close. I would actually say it should have been. It should have been a goal. When I first watched it and looked at this, uh, our commentator said that no, it should be probably a goal because uh, Ru uh, well, Antonio didn't touch the ball, so it was a passive offside. The main problem was, did he block vision or abilities of Kepa to save the ball? And VR referee said yes, he probably did, and that's why this ball was disallowed. But ho ho ho, 45th minute, another corner, another goal from the same player. Oh god, that was painful. But before this, Christian Pulisic, probably the best player or the brightest spot right now in Chelsea, who gets the ball and after the lockdown produces magic. Game after game, either he scores, either assists, either just contributes to the game massively because he's such a great player. Kind of jealous, but kind of not at the same time, you know, as a Liverpool fan. Uh, but then the second half started and you looked bang average. You looked scared to take advantage of... West Ham flaws and oh my god we all know that David Moyes' West Ham has a lot of flaws obviously and you know what West Ham looked pretty decent it looked alright never did they look like a Europa League team but they looked as a middle club table who desperately needs the points to do something great and you know what? They deserve this win. The second goal, Antonio fall down, uh, Rudiger folded on him. I would say maybe it was a penalty. There was a specific moment from Rudiger when he actually pulled Antonio. Ref said nope. They played on and Antonio scored. Tapped it in. Easy goal, bad defending. Oh yeah, I completely forgot about the first goal's uh, decision because goddamn Kepa, right? Oh god. He just bound himself into Kante and Antonio. Didn't even look at them. Probably hoping that it's gonna be disallowed. But goddamn it, you're an 83 million pound goalkeeper. You're the highest paid ever goalkeeper you should be one of the best if not the best and oh my god oh my god before the lockdown we heard a lot of rumors about Onana and some other goalkeepers 
might be heading right into the Chelsea squad. And you know what? This performance from Kepa does not help him at all. Like, completely. But coming back to the second goal, again, poor defending. Kepa pretty much couldn't do anything at this point. It was just tapped in by Antonio to fuck on her. Then, obviously, like 20 minutes later, William scored a goal. Great goal. Great, great, great from the post. Uh, no one could, could have done anything at this point. When you saw it flying, you were like, okay, that's probably gonna gonna come in. Hits the post and you're like, oh, it's in. Oh my God, what a beauty. But you, you can't say goalkeeper could have saved it because he couldn't. But then Yermolenka comes in. Yermolenka, as you, as you wish, you know. And <laughs> third goal. You're trying to go all in with the attack. And then they... Oh, wait. They, they're here. They get the ball. Antonio passes to Yermolenka. And you see the whole squad just tries to run back. And Alonso just just wiggling back down, trying to run, but he's so slow. That's another player that a lot of Chelsea fans want to have another person on the left-back position because, goddamn, you need someone with a little bit more pace. Just a little bit. Come on. Just, just come on. Do something. Um, and Yarmolenko just runs further, further down to the, uh, to the goalkeeper line. Flips Rudiger, cuts in with his left foot, scores. Easy goal for him. Great looking goal. G good for your Molenka. Uh, saves West Ham from losing two points. As I said, they never looked like they deserved to lose during this game. Um, yeah, and watching this game, you understand that. They definitely, Chelsea, don't need to sign Kai Havertz. They have a lot of creativity in the central midfield. Of course, you can't spend 82 million on him, but that's gonna bite you in the ass because you definitely need a defender. And you know what? You have Jason Mount, you have Timo Werner, Hakim Ziyech, and uh, Tammy Abraham from, from a substitution. Your attack and midfield is solid. Another player, actually, I wanted to talk about just briefly was Jorginho. I really don't understand why you're keeping him, Chelsea fans, because he doesn't play a lot, especially since lockdown, you know, started and till this day. I never saw him. Like, he went back to Italy and stayed somewhere over there because... He disappeared. And when I heard the rumors that Juventus wants to get him and Chelsea for some reason rejected them, I assume it was like the last FU to Sarri and they're just going to keep him or sell him later on to another team, not to Juventus. But I really don't understand why. You, you can get a lot of money or at the very least... The same amount for you bought him, maybe a little bit less, but come on, there was a perfect opportunity to ditch him and buy someone like Kai Havertz if you wish to. But 
no, for some reason you decided that you're gonna keep him for a little bit longer. I don't know. I think it's a wrong decision. Maybe some Chelsea fans gonna explain me that no, no, no. He's very, 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 very good in Chelsea and he should stay. Or, you know what, now we just hate sorry for some reason. And we just want him to suffer a little bit more. But, oh. Sorry, Juventus, Barcelona did the greatest transfer of all times. One of the stupidest things I've ever heard. The only reason why I think this transfer actually happened because Barcelona needs established players right here, right now. But at the same time, they want to ditch some established players right here, right now. Like Rakitic and Vidal. A lot of rumors that they might leave the club. Very, very, very weird what's going on over there. Maybe once I'm gonna talk about this uh, a little bit later, maybe with some of my friends. Why not? It's gonna be very interesting to talk about transfers, transfer rumors, and transfers that already happened. But Chelsea, can they win next season's Premier League? No. Will they be able to? Challenge Liverpool and City? Yes. But I think that they're gonna have at least one more year to establish every single player, every single position to add a little bit more, to sell some players because you already suffer from financial fair play and looking at the rumors that you wanna buy Kai Havertz for 82, you already bought Timo Werner, you already bought uh, Ziyech, you're already thinking about signing maybe other players, you think to yourself. Okay, you're gonna sell Barkley for, God bless you if you're gonna get 40 million for him somehow, sell him to Bournemouth, that's my advice from a Liverpool fan. Every map player goes to Bournemouth, you know, great place. Um, who else can you sell? Again, Jorginho. Okay, if you're gonna sell both of them, you're gonna have maybe at the very best around 100 million. Then you're gonna spend some more on Kai Havertz and a defender. Uh, risky, but alright. If you're just gonna buy a defender, sure, sure. That's gonna be very good for you. But again, in the winter um, transfer window, you might expect to get a left back or someone like this. Uh, 22-23 season though, if everything gonna go as planned, Chelsea Premier League champions, very possible. Especially if Liverpool, for some reason, gonna fall apart. Well, you know what? If next season, I still think that Liverpool will win the league. But there is a big what if, if they're not gonna sign any players. What if? Key players gonna get injured. What if the same gonna happen with Manchester City? And then of course you can swoop it in and win the league. But realistically, 22-23, that might be your season. Chelsea fans, you know what? Have an interesting couple of years ahead of you. Breathe it in. Don't be like Arsenal fans. Don't destroy your own <laughs> your own club. And Tottenham, same goes for them. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Hopefully, we're gonna hear each other real soon on another podcast. 
about probably either transfers, Barcelona and their shit what they're doing, or maybe we'll come back to AW and WWE. Maybe my opinion about Fighter Fest and uh, the Great American Bash. Maybe. I don't know. Good luck and goodbye.